What is up, everybody? Once again, welcome to another episode of the Banter Zone. I'm here with. What's happening? It's Harry, and I'm here with. I'm Simon. We're back again. Well, we took a week off, but uh, felt like we needed to focus on really one thing only at this point, almost, right? There is only one thing to focus on these days, and that is the CPL. Um, honestly, you got part of it here, and if you look me in here, you see part of it there. Sorry, I got a big shoulder, big gut, whatever else there is. Uh, I want to give a big shout out to uh, Anthony Totara for linking us up and getting us set up with this crispy little scarf here. It's pretty nice, I gotta say. We're definitely gonna have to give this guy a call and be like, send us more swag. So not only we can give away, but we can wear ourselves. So. Exactly. So. Straight yeah. from the CPL. Um, I think you got it. So Just side, sorry. <laughs> it's nice though. Uh, we're starting to collect a little bit more stuff here, and uh, season's about to. Everything's like everything's coming. about to launch and like real quick here. It's kind of getting crazy a bit. Like we don't know where, which direction everything is gonna go, but we know what's moving forward, right? Yeah. As long as everybody on the bus is facing forward, we know what direction we're going in. Yeah, and in that same voice, almost, I think we might be heading to the inaugural game. So uh, if everything works out, CFN will be at the inaugural game and they just announced today that they were talking about opening up the top portion of the stadium because they want to get 30,000 people in the stands. No way! Yeah. They said they're pushing to get 30,000 people in the stands. So that would be an unreal atmosphere, so obviously we want to be there for the inaugural game. And then it uh, looks like we're going to be at the inaugural game of uh, Cavalry, mm -hmm. their first home game, but we'll touch on that a little bit. Later. We'll get into that. Yeah, I guess. We got, got a little excited there. We don't need to get that far yet. But uh, inaugural game, we're pushing to go. Um, Harry, how's your week? Nice little week vacation off? Week vacation off, in a sense. You know, there's been a lot of birthdays. So shout out to everybody who had, who has had their birthday, I guess, and celebrated with me. And uh, yeah, just Harry, just, Harry just passed the birthday too. So we'll give you a nice little happy birthday. Hi. Uh, it's good, and Simon's birthday's coming up too, so, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, really now, I mean, yeah, over the last couple of weeks, there's some things that have happened in Champions League and all that stuff, but the focus has kind of shifted to CPL, and there's a lot of talk going on about that stuff, so yeah. you guys can get that info anywhere, everywhere and anywhere about the leagues, like we said earlier. Just let us do what we do and what we do best, and then we're going to bring you all the CPL stuff. Um, there, I know there's been other people out there that have brought you all a lot of CPL information, but there's nobody out there that's brought you the content that we have. Nobody's got this flavor. So, that's truthful. Um, and that being said, I don't want to get off track here, but thank you for everybody that has liked, subscribed, following us. Continue, please don't stop. Um, yeah, you know, we're almost at that milestone right now, so. Yeah, it's about 900. Uh... Yeah. 889, I believe. 889, yeah. On YouTube, and then so. the followers keep going up. So, obviously, you guys are happy with the content and everyone's liking mm -hmm. it, so let's keep it rolling and everything's just going to get better from here on out because pretty soon it. we're not just going to keep talking about it. We're going to be able to show you what the hell's <laughs> going on in this league because we haven't been able to yet. But, uh... Let's jump into it. Let's get into it. Let's yeah, just go. let's get into it. I mean, really, what happened this week and if all of you, if you haven't paid attention and if you really kind of been living in the dark about what's going on with the CPL. Preseason has training, yeah, tr training more or less is not completed, but preseason has begun now. Yeah, preseason has officially begun and, um, you know, now it's the players have arrived. The majority of the squads have been finalized, not finalized, but there's still there spots to be filled. Yes. Yeah, you know, you'll have a handful of spots to be filled in other places. Like we had looked before, I think it was Valor had it 
had a huge, huge roster quite mm -hmm. yet, but um, Pacific still spots to fill. Yeah. Uh, Harry did some numbers on how many teams or how many uh, players. players yeah, depending on where they're from. So, yeah. Um, so uh, but yeah, we got, what do we got? We got seven teams. Uh, technically speaking, there should have been eight. Good job, Ottawa. Um, I guess we'll see them next year, but enjoy the USL. <laughs> You're gonna horribly fail, but good luck. Um, <laughs> You're Canadian, so we still wish you the best. But we're still gonna bug you every yes. chance again, just because of your own decisions. Yeah, that's true. Um, cool thing though. So going through some numbers, breaking down some stuff. Different players from, say, Canada. So 96 Canadian players have been signed in the CPL as it sits now. Okay. Um, International players, we're looking at 29 international players signed. I love that gap, and I knew that the CPL was always going to be pushing homegrown players, so that's a huge thing. Um, if I've done my math right, that's 125 players signed. Um, and as we know, there's, there are other teams that still need to fill some spots. We understand there have been some big players that are already brought, already brought into these teams. Um, and I don't want to call them fillers, but technically speaking, they're going to be the guys coming up from your bottom of your squad coming up, but that's a great thing. Think about all the big things that are going to happen to these players and the growth behind these players. They're going to be playing with bigger names, guys that come from the MLS and stuff. Yeah, um, exactly. I mean, in, in that same same voice almost, I mean, those players that just because you may not be a starter because they're bringing in a little bit of higher profile players into the league and you're, you know, you're local and you're going to have to fight for your spot a little harder, but when did you have that chance before? Now. Mm -hmm. You just, it wasn't there. So, I mean, this is just that boost, man. You can't you can't succeed unless you fail. That's true. And now, I mean, you see, you start to see some of the squads rounding out and some players maybe not getting selected. And it's tough, man. It's hard to see. But at the same time, if your career's ahead of you, it's all there is. It's all ahead of you. That's all there is. All you can I go agree. is up. So, uh, we'll go over to, I think, we're going to start with Pacific. Left Coast. Let's go. We'll go far left. Uh, far west. Left. The left. I, call, I like to call them the left coast. The left but coast. they're the west coast. They're far the west. west. They're far west. Um, so just to let you know, there are 12 players signed to this team already. Uh, 12 of those players are actually all Canadian content. There are zero internationals at the moment. Um, as I say, at the moment, because we don't know what's going to be happening. I know they're still going through the preseason, so there's going to be other players that are coming through. Mm -hmm. um, you know, some one, one big thing, and it's huge for... For Pacific, and I know we've touched base on this, and I've probably touched base on this with you several, several times, is they didn't have a goalkeeper that was in place. Um, it's official now. Um, Mike Village, 27-year-old man, I guess you can call him now. He is their full-time goalkeeper. If you don't know him well enough, um, he hasn't made a lot of appearances um, in the last three, four years. You know, he's made one, <laughs> but at the same time, you think about all the training that he's gone through. Um, you know, it, it, the training that he's gone through with the different teams out there and the different levels, the skill will be common for him. So he will be on par. Um, yeah. And there's another young keeper with him as well, right? So. Yeah. And I mean, the good thing is, is with that, uh, they signed also, uh, just today they announced, a, his name's Issy Nakajima Farron. Uh, very highly touted in the world. Like, I'm not too familiar with them. But uh, he's been a bit of a jet setter. He's kind of been in a few places, played in Singapore and Japan. Uh, he was born in Calgary, actually. Uh, but he's 34 year old, uh, played in the J2 league. He has kind of been Spain, A-League, Brisbane, uh, Cyprus, MLS. He's been Toronto FC most notably in the Montreal Impact. Um, quite the artist. There's a video today in him is painting, showing how like 
uh, kind of helped them and influenced them. So it's kind of a cool story. But another big signing for like another quality signing. They here's where I'm gonna combat you because here's where you've gone in. Obviously, your prediction on Pacific being one of the stronger squads. They're they are. I mean, obviously, they're gonna be great. They have a lot of big name players. But for example, can you explain to everybody what position this player plays? So he's another forward. Yeah, he's a mid, right? Forward. He's an attacker. Okay. So another another up front. So these guys are gonna be all like crap. <laughs> all forward. If you you think about it, and what I've been pushing and what I've been saying lately, and I'm I'm not hating on Pacific for this. Like, great, you need the goal scorers. You you need those guys out there to win you your games, but. They win you your games, but your defenders win you your tournaments. I've always believed in that. Maybe it's because I've always played on the back end, and that's a that's a defensive mentality. It 100%. is because right? that's like the Italian mentality is like that as well. They've won World Cups, so obviously it's not wrong, but boring. <laughs> it's not it's not as exciting as attacking football because the English. I understand, and I understand that you know everybody, even the CPL, and I understand they're trying to push that. They're trying to get the culture out there. The yeah. only way is to create that excitement. Yeah, but the identity is every team is going to have their own identity, and everything's going to be different. Like I see some teams like Halifax, and you look at the players they sign, they're probably going to be more of that defensive. Correct. So it might not be as exciting to watch, but man, they're not going to let you score on them. Cavalry's going to be a pretty balanced team. I think FC Edmonton will be pretty balanced. I think most of them will. Yeah, true. But Pacific it, is going to be like, like I'm coming. But see, the biggest thing with with Pacific is that I believe they need. Not I believe. I know. I can see the roster. I see the roster. And yes, I do come from a defensive background. But you're looking at one of your big midfielders, um, Dion. Dion, you're going to expect that gentleman to come back every single time and help defend. Can you put a, a guy in that position like that? Uh, I mean, De Jong, he he's played in, as a fullback as well, so he's been used to the box-to-box. Is he going to be as fit? Um, I don't think I don't think he's going to be a liability, but if he's more of a stay-home player, I don't think they'll play him as a fullback. I can see him more of like a outside D, like somebody sitting mm-hmm. back. You don't want a guy that... I mean, not to call him old, but in the grand scheme of things, put him up against a 20-year-old. 20-year-old's just going to make him run a lot. Yeah. So I think they're going to be vulnerable in the back end. You're right. I think regardless of what they do at this point, because of the signings and the way that the cap is going to roll, and we don't even really know about the cap. But that's right. And you know what? I think their biggest savior will be Mike Village. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he could, this is your year to shine, brother, because you're going to get shots. You, that, those teams that are going to be... As we call it here in Canada, okay? If you're playing hockey, as you call it in Canada, every goaltender is calling it peppered. Because you'll use the puck. I don't know what you want to call it with this, but yeah. it's honestly, we'll he's, we'll he, he will get peppered this yeah. whole season. Oh, yeah. So yeah, be you're ready for it. Bang on, yeah. Pacific is going to, they're going to be a good team, but they're going to be front, they're front loaded. Heavy. But uh, let's move to Calvary, okay? Let's go to the local boys. Let's, 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 let's touch base on this. So if you don't know already, uh, Calvary did one, well, not Calvary, I guess, Foothills won the PDL last year. Um, what you're going to see in the trend if you haven't looked at, of course, all the players that have signed and all the players that the Cavs have signed at the moment, a lot of them have come back from the Foothills team last year. Nothing bad about that. You already know there's already chemistry behind it. You know you're, you, you know what to build on. You know what you need to do to be more successful. But with that huge success, do you think they're going to be able to pull that off this year? I, I think it's going to be a tough task, and it's like it's going to be a hard to decide anybody 
I've read a lot over the last couple of weeks. They've been talking about uh, foothills and that oh, they Cavalry's virtually a PDL team. But what a lot of people don't know is that PDL team was built, built with all these players to transition into this a year early. So um, there was nothing wrong with doing that and, the, and and having to convince those guys. For Tommy, like, how do you convince Link Ledger would to go from playing at a higher level to PDL level? Like, that's a tough ask, and some of those players as mm -hmm. well. But these guys, the chemistry is there, like you said. The quality is great. And these guys are now, I don't know if they're a step ahead chemistry-wise, maybe, because they yeah, both come off of it. But having those additional pieces, you start to see this team really You know, but the shape. official signings like Marco Carducci, Ledge, you know, we're looking at um, some big names there, mm. um, which is great because I know they're going to be filling the voids for the, some of the other players that we will mention later on that have moved to different CPL teams. Yeah. Um, and then you got like guys like, oh, I mean, bringing in Oliver Minatel and Jordan Brown, and then there's Julian Busher. Trafford. Look at Trafford. Quality. Like, he's going to play... They're not going to be... That's why I find this team's going to be so balanced, because they got some solid, like... I've watched Dom Zator play over the last couple of years, and he doesn't make mistakes. Just because he hasn't played at a pro level, doesn't matter. doesn't matter who you put in front of him. He's got that work rate, and he's hard as nails. And then you get a guy who has that experience, and he's also hard as nails, but he's got 10 years experience on Dom Zator. Now this guy's going to be beside you telling you what to do. Yeah, I They're going to be solid in the back as well. You, there's one player that... Dave Calvary has signed recently as well, and I'm, I'm going to say it. You watch out for this player, okay? He, who he's surrounded with right now are players that are seasoned. They're seasoned vets in a sense. Uh, there, he's surrounded by younger players as well. But Elijah, um, I think, and I just got goosebumps for saying that because I truly, I truly believe that this kid has a lot of potential. And he, I'm not saying he's a carry team, but he, he has that vibe. He has that vibe. That he gives away and gives off, and I think he's going to soak in a lot, and he's going to pull. He's going to produce a lot. So, yeah, I mean, as a, he's played that defensive mid role. He's a good transition player. He's level headed, doesn't make mistakes very often, and now he's just going to progress. I mean, coming back from the injury, Achilles uh, tendon surgery, complete rupture. When That's we another reason why I believe you because I just went through that too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> In Gonzaga, yeah, I, was, I, I was lucky enough to travel with Foothills to that trip in 2017, 16, 17, 17, mm -hmm. 2017. Um, but yeah, so I mean, a little, could you think maybe a little biased because we've worked with these guys for the last three, four years. A lot of never been nice to me, so why would I be biased against it? That's true. Even when you did the Godzilla, he was like, what? You guys butted as well. Sure. Like, no. <laughs> uh, no, Elijah's quality, super level-headed. And then having all the guys he has around him, forget about and it. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Is I, I look at the lineup, I see what Tommy's done. I see not only what Tommy's done, but Tommy's team, like the guys behind him, what they've built. Um, but I'll still stand to say what I said before. Still. I'm still going to say that you guys are going to have a great season, but I don't think it's going to be the season that you guys are expecting it to be. On that note. That was harsh. That was harsh. <laughs> I know. Let's go over to Edmonton. Let's go to the guys up north. FC Edmonton. Okay, so just, just to put it out there. Um, I feel like I'm nerding out today. Uh, kind of did, but you know what? Like it's, it's weird to not have to talk so much. <laughs> the, guys the, north, the guys of the north have the most players signed right now on paper. And that's 20 players. 
20 players. Like, you think about that. That's from your front to your back. Like, that's huge. So they're gonna, some guys are going to carry, I think it was up to 23-man roster. Mm -hmm. So they still have a couple little holes to them. But they're pretty well there. Like, they're, yeah, exactly. They're just the guys, like a hair away from yeah. Unless they decide to pull out some, like, unreal um, signing, which at this point, I don't know. Think so because they look like they're pretty well set, but again, pretty balanced. I don't, I don't think there's really anybody big that you decide in Edmonton. I think Edmonton FC has the players and have the right players in place as well. Um, as I, you guys have probably heard in the past, but Edmonton's another team like Calvary, where these guys have played together for a while. You know, I'm not saying the whole team, but there are pieces that they have kept, pieces in this puzzle that they've kept for one reason, one reason only, because you know how they're going to play. You know, and it's just, it just works. Yeah, and then picking up uh, Song Young Chan, who they saw, he was at open trials at Old East, if I'm not mistaken. But Paul said he was one of the fittest players he's ever seen, and this guy's gonna round out your midfield. So he's gonna be like the Conte of, like Chelsea's Conte of the CPL. I can see him being that, like workhorse. He's everywhere, like he's, But that's what you need, and every I think every team needs that, but Everton did pick up a great player for that. Yeah. I mean, really, there are three players that they're saying to watch. The CPL is saying their top three. Uh, Rad, Randy, Edwin, Bonzu, Alan Zebi, and then Son Young Chan. So. We're missing one more. Kareem Moses. Kareem Moses, he's going to help round out that back end as well. If you guys haven't, you guys don't know who Kareem Moses is, do a little bit of research on him. Uh, there is a lot of stuff out there. It's a guy I definitely want to hit up and talk to as well. Um, here's another one, okay? And I'm gonna throw it out there because I have no choice. Well, I have a choice. But you, you geek out on your country, so I'm geek out on my country. Um, if you guys don't know who, uh, oh woohoo, Prince of, <laughs> Prince of Mana, here we go. Um, this guy representing East Africa, that's right, Tanzania, yes, that boy. Yes, man, he moved down here, Edmonton, which I don't understand how that's possible because if you've been to East Africa or anywhere in East Africa, it is hot. Um, and then you come to Edmonton where it's like an Arctic tundra. But this kid, I think it was 13, 14, moved to Edmonton, uh, joined joined Ed, Ed, Edmonton FC, or, and more or less just continued. Um, he's only 17 years old right now. Only 17 years old right now. Um, so yeah. Yeah, somebody to watch definitely in the future. Um, you know, and that's a guy, so you look at the way that the rosters are, and you've obviously looked at that roster. Do you think he's gonna get a lot of minutes this year? No. You know what I think that they could is because of having the Canadian Championship games. And like Correct. I mean? So you be he'd like, be looking at a different level of play. But yes, yeah. beginning his yeah, time. Maybe getting in thirty maybe, you know, like if they play a Canadian Championship game on the Wednesday, maybe the weekend before he jumps in thirty minutes in the game, maybe. Because these guys have to get a certain amount of minutes at the Correct. Uh, Correct. But at the same time awesome rule that the CPL has. I like it. Good call, but there you got your one to watch. Um, Harry's biased player to watch. That is my biased player in Edmonton. Do I have one? HT, I don't know, maybe. We'll have to go. This might be a specific episode for like a, <laughs> who is our player to watch. But we know one of Harry's up in Edmonton, we know he won. So, yeah, take, take, take a peek at that. Uh, keep an eye out for this kid. You know, I, I'm going to backtrack on what I did say. Now I feel like a loser politician. But... Yes, he will get his minimal amount of minutes in. 
Um, I don't think he's going to be playing a lot, but I think he'll get a lot more than he will be expected to play. Um, and why I say that is because, and I'm not only saying this for Edmonton, I'm saying this for all teams in the, C in, in the CPL right now. you, you got to look at some of the age of these players, okay? Uh, injuries are a big one, okay? We, you play in Canada, I get it, people play in the UK and they say it's cold. But you play in Canada where the weather changes every 10, 15 minutes. You have no idea. No, that's just here. That's just in Alberta. That's true. But that's another <laughs> reason why I'm saying the injuries guys. might be a big thing as oh, well, yeah, right? No, um, so, no, yeah. I, that cold in England is cold, but that's, you know, playing a minus 10, minus 13, that's a different, that's a whole other different baby. Like, and not, and it's not like moist air. It's, it's dry. dry. Like, <laughs> awful. But, uh, dry as awful. <laughs> that's, that's what we said. Yes. Um, Let's go over to the peg. Valor. Okay, I will give one thing. Jeez, I'm sorry. I geeked out hard today. Uh, Rob Gale. Rob Gale and uh, putting his team together. Like him and his boys putting their team together. I say, and yes, coming from a defender side of things, I think they have one of the best back ends there is in the league right now. I'm going to agree to disagree because I think somebody else does. We're not at it yet, so I won't. I kind of already mentioned it. I already know who you got, and don't worry, I got a punchline for you later. But I think Rob Gale, not what I think, I, what I see, Rob Gale and his team have put together some great players, and they've put these pieces together, so I'm happy to see that right now. Um, yeah. You know, you, you got Skylar Thomas. There's a big name. Yep. Quality. Okay, you got Garcia. Right? So you got, you got some good back end players, which I'm happy to see. Mm -hmm. I would say my favorite player on the team, on that team, and a little biased, Ali Moussi, Foothills FC. Why do you steal that from me? You were just reading my notes, weren't you? No, I didn't. Did you? Well, you can't talk about everything yourself, can you? Okay, okay. Go share. <laughs> but, well, I'll let you take it. No, 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 please go for it. No, go. You started Ali Moussi, please finish Ali Moussi. I know, I know, I know. That's good to know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Ali Moussi <laughs> uh, came over from Winnipeg, played for Foothills FC, and had a pretty unreal couple of years, uh, scoring some major goals in, in along the way. Um, but a quality quality midfielder, definitely attacking, super finesse on the ball. Mm -hmm. But uh, it all depends on. It really depends on who he plays against. I think sometimes where you see that. He's that finesse player, so you put the body on hard. Mm -hmm. He struggles a bit. So, I don't know. It hurt my done. feelings when, Cal, when the Cavs didn't sign him, because I'm not saying I spent a lot of time with this guy, but I've met this guy, seen this guy, and I've seen his work, work ethic. And I wish Cavs did sign him, but you know, there's, there's only so much you can wish for for every other team that there is. Well, it is, and the, the, because he was Winnipeg and played with, uh, was in Winnipeg in the past, they get the first right to the player. Correct. Over Calvary. So I know that conversation was there. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I believe that conversation was there with Calvary, but sometimes you just want to play at home. Even if it is Winnipeg. Yeah. So even though we take shots at Winnipeg, and it's not to be rude, but everybody in Canada knows, and Winnipeg is just cold there. They get the kind of blunt, the brunt end of the stick when it comes to the cold, and 
And uh, they're the definition always... of like penguins and like yeah. There's igloos in Winnipeg, so if you're gonna go watch a game there, like, that's that's how cold it gets there. It stays cold. We get Chinooks here, so yeah. You know, that's we get thing. some warmer once in a while. That's the thing is like when, when we start getting the, when they get into the fall games, like. That's gonna be tough. Good luck. Boy. The players on the field are gonna be looking up in the stands and be like, they got blankets. <laughs> That's her episode of those broadcasting rights because those are games that I'll be watching on TV. Yeah. Uh, but anything to add on Alan Lucy? I don't know, man. You know, I'm good on that. I'm, I'm kind of good on that right now. Yeah, so players to watch that they were calling Stephen Hoyle, Alan Lucy, and Skylar Thomas from Valor FC. Like Harry pointed out, another pretty well-rounded team. He thinks defen- defensively the strongest. Okay, uh, one last midfielder, Hoyle, Hoyle, Hoyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he, I think that was a great piece when they picked him up. And I think that was a great player. Um, they're just—I don't know. I just—I don't want to keep repeating myself, but definitely a player to watch out for as well. Yeah, so overall, another yeah, good good squad. Forge. Wanna jump in Forge or are we not done? Yeah, no, Forge is let's let's go Forge. Okay, Forge. This is my thoughts on Forge, okay? When I say experienced players, I'm not trying to call you old, but I'm trying to be nice about it. Uh he just called you old. Forge does have some of the most seasoned players there are. <laughs> nice, nice word association. Uh, but Forge FC does have some of the most seasoned players there are. When you look at it. Um you know, um, a lot of MLS setups. A lot of guys might either played for the MLS, MLS second league. But those are guys that have played with bigger players. And yes, I dislike the MLS. But at the same time, when you're looking at the second league, I think the second league is way better than the first league. Well, it's a different. The pace is nicer. There's more of. There's more flow to the game. Yeah. Than MLS is in the USL. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, For- um, Forge does have some of the oldest players, like, if you look at it. Yeah, uh, yeah, 16 players they have signed. Um, looking decent how they sit right now, but maybe lacking a little bit on the front end. Uh, not looking like they have much much for goal scorers. No. Um, he's got a lot of players that are coming right from Ontario. Well, look at Colleen Roberts. Played for Toronto FC, Toronto FC second div. Um, you know, you, Kyle Becker, it's another big name. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like you think about it, and what these players and what the, what this team has signed, you're just like, it's unbelievable at, at moments. Yeah, and their goalie looks to be pretty decent as well. So, uh, Marcel Zajac. Yeah. So, top three according to the CPL that they think should watch Chris Nanko. Kwame Wall and Becker. Uh, but yeah, I was waiting for one to lacking, <laughs> lacking a little bit on that front. But again, but there's we could be completely wrong because we don't really know what the hell's going on. We don't. We're, right now, we're in speculation. We're in speculation mode. We're, we see what we see, the information that we collect, that's what we're going off of. Um, <laughs> but I'm always right, so just remember that. Of course, he thinks he's always right. <laughs> Let's move over. Let's move over to York Nine. Okay, we're 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 almost there. Okay, guys, I got I only got we only got a couple more teams here. And we got like six other topics. To yeah, talk about. so this may be a little bit long, but we felt like you guys need to know more about these guys. So 
If you don't like it, shut it off. Yeah. <laughs> York Nine. Okay, so York Nine. We're, we've talked about international players, different teams that have signed different amounts of international players. You know, as I'm going back on my notes here, there's only 29 international players signed. York Nine only has two international players signed. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, I mean, they're a team that I would say I would know the least about um, when it comes to their players. I'm not overly familiar with a lot of these guys. Um, Harry's done a little bit of uh, research on that. I have done, but at this, going back and answering that, there's you don't you haven't done a lot of research on these guys. A lot of these guys actually do come from Ontario. A lot of the York Nine district. Another reason why they are the York Nines uh, or York Nine. Uh, <laughs> but the, the the a lot of their signings signings signings. A lot of their, <laughs> a lot of their signings have come from homegrown players. Yeah. Another reason why you're only seeing two international players here. Um, one thing that does worry me straight off the bat, and of course going off the defensive side of stuff here, they only have one goal. They only have one keeper right now, uh, Matt Silva. <laughs> it kind of it kind of freaks me out. Matt Silva does not have a big resume. Uh, mm-hmm. Does he have a resume down in Ontario? Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah you don't really know which way he's going to go. I mean, I would say probably the most notable. And I don't know if you're going to throw it out. I'm still your thunder again. Do Cal, it, Cal Porter. Do it. Um, Kyle Porter would be one of the more notable ones, uh, Roger Thompson, but, uh, yeah, lacking a couple spots, uh, Simon Adji, is he going to be able to go and score goals? Um, hard to say. But the cool thing, if you look at this, okay, going back to it, is York 9 has the second most players signed, 18 players signed right now, um, and two of those guys are only internationals. They got a lot to prove. They got a lot to show. I'm not saying... No, internationals do add that balance of the finesse you need to play this sport. Mm-hmm. But some of these guys with their backgrounds do have a little bit of international or, of course, have played with several different clubs. Yeah. So bringing that experience in is going to be crazy. Yeah, like Manuel Aparicio, he's played uh, overseas and then to the decent midfield. But, again... Up for stipulation. They're one of the ones that are going to be the. Uh, that one's for me is more of the like the unknown. I would say for me is York Nine. But do you, do you agree with me if I throw out this? I'm going to say they need to sign a couple more international players just to round out the team they are, they have right now. Watch, they're going to pull out a big signing out of. They're going to pull some massive name or not massive, but a big name striker. Because that's where they're kind of lacking. They need a couple pieces. They don't have a lot of international signings. Doesn't look like they've spent a huge amount of money. No. So maybe now it's that. There's some cash flow coming through. Paid. Yeah. You know, uh, I, before we get to the Wanderers, I got one question to ask you, okay? Oh. Always worried <clears throat> about these. <laughs> Who do you think is going to. What team in the CPL do you believe will have the hardest time staying under budget as we sit right now? Pacific FC. They went heavy front-loaded. I think they're going to have a trouble staying balanced. De Jong must have been a big price tag coming out of De Jong the had class. to be a big price tag. And yeah. all these other guys, they, they signed some good talent. Guys, you know, Haber, he's worth some money too. I think they'd probably, between six players, got at least... What about Forge? You're not going to throw Forge up there? Uh, I don't know. They, I think they're up there, but I think Pacific is a heavy... I think Pacific would be the heaviest, heaviest push. It's crazy. Yeah. 
And I wish that there was more money for the CPL to push up, but being the first season, there's not a lot of coin, but there are going to be teams that are going to be struggling to stay underneath that cap. And that's where, so these coaches, and it's not to take anything away from them, but these coaches, you see a couple teams that are more balanced. And, you know, is it is it an experience thing? What's going to be this? Because if it goes out and they're heavy loaded and they're at max cap, they go and win the league. Oh, they're laughing. Who cares, right? It's work. But if you don't, then are you like revisiting? And that's the thing. It's like, and it's maybe a little early to start bringing this up already. But all these GMs and all these head coaches that are coming into place, at what point in time are they going to be like, the clubs start thinking like, you know what? Maybe it's time to move in a new direction. You know what I mean? Like that's super, obviously the league of the year started already talking about replacing the managers. But it's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's bound up. You need to trouble. realize, not not you, but everybody out there needs to realize that this is the first season. Okay, this is the first, this is the season you go out and you, I, got, I don't know if I can do you're going to go out there and you're going to bust your nut. Is that horrible? Can I, can I change it? Should I change it? No, it's just. <laughs> <laughs> but you go out there and you bust, okay? And then you, you realize the next season, okay, there's things that need to change. And that comes from players. That comes from management. Yeah. And you just hope that everything works out. And if it doesn't, then... Do it all again in the next, you know... And it's tough to do because you... you, But... It's hard for me to say this, but... Us as Canadians, as as nice as we are, and with this sport actually starting to blow up in Canada and going to be blown up properly... There will be a lot of hatred for what I just said and what you're agreeing upon is we will see teams get blown apart, either players or management. Yeah, because, you know, I mean, you know, and it, yeah, in the same right, it could happen, it could not happen, but there's every possible reason that it could happen. Everything's starting from scratch. Somebody could go out and put a team together and all of a sudden this team is not doing what it should. And that's why maybe you see the coaches are grabbing players that they're more familiar with. Like a lot of the cavalry guys that even though we not, may not be so familiar with locally. Uh, Tommy hasn't coached, so Martin has. And the same thing in other, all the other teams. So everybody's got that, that balance. I don't know him as well. You know him well. We under, have that understanding. So I think, yeah, you, I don't think you'll see a, as the unlikely, or it's highly unlikely that you'll see a blow up. But yeah, there's every reason that it could just dismantle. Pacific puts this massive team together, and all of a sudden things may not work out for them, and then what happens? Don't hit on Pacific. I just got to hit them because I think they're going to put up, like, 80 goals. <laughs> like, they're just going to score and score and score goals. Oh, that's why I'm coming back to Village. <laughs> yeah. You best, you you best be on your own game. You're going to get work. Okay, let's go back to the Wanderers. Let's get yeah. off this off because we can go for hours on this. Yeah, Wanderers. just on this alone. Yeah, this is the last team, okay, on this list of seven. There could have been eight once again, but we're at seven because of Ottawa, but let's not go back to that. Uh, <laughs> the Wanderers. Seven, um, yeah, 17 signed. Yeah, 17 signed, 10 Canadians, seven internationals. Most internationals? Seven internationals. Is it the most out of in the CPO? I think they were. I think it actually is. I think it is actually one of the only one of the teams with the most internationals there. I've seen them seven as well. So, okay. Yeah, yeah, tight. Um, but but at FC Edmonton or Edmonton FC still has more Canadian players and a couple more players to make it twenty. When these guys are only sitting at seventeen, yeah. so they're almost on par for Canadians and internationals at the moment. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. Um, they got a huge backfield. 
Trinidad. They went hard after the Trinidadians, uh, but familiar with the coaching staff. Uh, Stephen Hart uh, is quite familiar with a lot of those players. Um, just, I don't know. I think they're going to be pretty tough in the back. They got some big boys. Like this is what I love. Halifax and their boys are just like they're stocky. Yeah, they still make me look big, but <laughs> <laughs> that's our own fault. <laughs> but no, I, I'm I'm loving the Wanderers backfield right now. Like that is huge. Like John Michael, Oxner, Elton John. I love that name. It'll be way. funny when Elton John plays against Emilio Estevez. Oh, Emilio! <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I would, and this is where this is my team. I would say this is going to be the defensive team, lacking a little bit up front. I would say not quite there. It's like decent midfielder, but. You still need that striker and that goal scoring, and they don't look too linked up with that. So if they don't have that guy who's going to put the ball in the net, you can defend all you want, but you're going to be stuck in your end. I, I agree. But I look at all the teams, I look at the lineups. Don't get me wrong, I'm not hitting on any of these lineups. But when I look at every seven teams right now, I think this is the most rounded team you are going to find between all seven teams as it sits right now. Agree to disagree. Elliot. Scott Firth. Like, mm-hmm. you got some good midfielders. And I'm not, I'm not saying that it's the best team on paper, but I'm saying I think it's one of the most well-rounded teams as it sits. Yes, yeah. there's a couple spots to fill. Yeah. Some young guys on there as well, so that's another thing you kind of... Like, they're, I think they're well-rounded, but I don't think... They're, I think there's a bigger gap between their more experienced and then their younger guys. I think there's a bit of a gap. And that's why I think, like, defensively they're going to be strong and it's going to make them well-rounded because it's going to be hard to score against them. But... At the same time, their goals for okay, lowest goals for in the league. Who would you say? Lowest goals for? Lowest goals against, sorry. Okay, I was lowest like, goals against. Hold That's on. the next <laughs> question. That's the next question. Uh, lowest goals lowest against. Lowest goals against. <sighs> Definitely <not> Pacific. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Um, Edmonton. I'm going to say Halifax. I don't want to change it after. Okay, so we'll go. We'll base this off at the end of the season. And yeah. Then, uh, goals pepper. No, that's too much. <laughs> we can handle that. Like we're colored, but we can handle spice that much. No. Okay, some sort of hot pepper. Done. Most goals for Pacific. Pacific. So we won't win on that one because we're tied. Because I, I I agree with you with nothing to do. With Maybe we should just like chug beer and see who drinks. So if we both win on that one, then we chug beers and see. Yeah, and then whoever loses fun. chugging their beer has to eat something hot. Oh, you're in trouble. Yes, you're in trouble. Yes. You're Put the toilet paper in the freezer for me. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you don't understand that reference, don't ask. Because yeah, Google it. Uh, I think one player that you need. Uh, everybody needs to. Pay attention to all the wonders. It's Kwame. Kwame Tara. Yeah. Big boy. Like, um, I, was he the, was, when they say he's the best player in the trials, I think it was? I believe he was. And I'm not going off of that. I'm going off his resume. I'm going off what I've seen. And you can watch videos online everywhere. And there's one thing you will see. You will see a powerhouse out there. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be good. And that's the thing is... You're, or you're seeing based on the players and doing the research on the individual players and the styles they play. You compare that to, and this is going back to us talking trash about MLS and the quality over there. But 
MLS big, strong, fast. You look at the players, the players that are in those places that you need to be big, strong, fast, center backs. You know, well, not fast. Center no, backs are. But center backs are. Sorry. Aren't known for being quick. Uh, smart, but. <laughs> smart, big. Ah, but I don't know. You get a big, dumb center back. Sometimes they work really well, too. Smash. Mm. That was empty. <laughs> uh, but, uh. <laughs> like you. Yeah. Hey, but it worked, didn't it? Butterflies. <laughs> Harry, paint. Woo! Ball. <laughs> Just smash somebody. I think that's why you went to play football, like the other football, didn't it? Yeah, that's pretty much exactly why. Um, but uh, yeah, good balance. You're gonna see a little bit more. I just think the quality you're gonna you look in the flow of the games is gonna be a lot better than the MLS. I watched a couple of the games this weekend. I kind of tried to watch a couple of the games in the kickoff inaugural game, first game of the season. So maybe you know, yeah, guys gotta find their feet still. But oh my god, like awful, awful stuff at times. And can I have one more question for you? No way that I'm. Trying to cause any issues here, but yes, yes. <laughs> who, what team do you believe is going to be the most accident-prone team for injuries? <laughs> so mm. that was aggressive. <laughs> yeah, that was. Uh, Forge. Why do you say that? I don't know. Just for the sake of saying it. Who do you think? I don't know. That's why I asked the question. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Wait, who's got the oldest guys on the team? Forge. I think it's Forge. It is, is it? Okay. <laughs> don't mind the shine. <laughs> the lights get bright after a while. Okay. Here, let me let me look here. Where, where's that? Where's that one I highlighted? Oh, wait. Forge. Maybe the, the oldest squad in the league. It's a good guess. I mean, I knew what I was talking about the whole time. No, I didn't. I had no clue. But, yeah. Do we have anything else to add on this? Like, as far as the teams and the players go, no. Um, we have, like, a billion other things we could talk about, and this is the reason why. I mean... The schedule's released for, all, for everybody now, right? Yeah. Um, can we do a prediction board? I know this is a lot more work and I'm just throwing it out there, but do you think we can sit down and do a prediction board? So we're going to be trying to do episodes every two weeks, so at least we got our facts straight. We got all the information that we need. Um, of course, when the season starts, you're going to be seeing this a lot more again. But what do you think for the next episode? Do you think we can do a prediction board? Game like each game? Yeah. I'm not saying points. I'm yeah. just saying win-lose. Yeah. Let's do it. So starting from inaugural game, which is... The April 27th, Forge versus York 9. If you already know what this is, it's the 905 Derby. And, uh. Ooh. Oh, your mic's gonna pick that up. That's right where the mic is. I think he was holding the two. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, the 905 Derby. Uh, for those unfamiliar, 905 is a highway, freeway going up. Um, kind of that whole GTA area. So, like we talked about earlier, Tim Hortons Field looks to be packed, hopefully, yep. and if everything works out to plan. Correct. Harry and myself will be at this game. Uh, we want to take in the fans. We want to see what's going on, the cultures, start to show what we're about, that fan experience, because that's what is going to... Correct. That's that's the league. It's about us. It's about the people. So, um, 
27th will be that one, and then the 28th is the kickoff for uh, the, well, the second game, which will be Pacific and the Wanderers. Correct. And that game is in Pacific. I don't think we're going to make it to that one, are we? No, because that's a bit of a like, hike that's a... overnight. Now, 4,476 kilometers in distance. It is the third longest trip in the sport worldwide. Jeez. Uh, Russia, I can't remember where they were, where the other two were. Off top, to be honest. Um, but everything else, May 4th, you got Halifax Wanderers are playing their first home game then. Uh, FC Edmonton will open up uh, against Pacific on May 12th. 25th, York 9 versus uh, Forge FC. And that'll be in York. So finally, York starting a little later at home, but eh, maybe I make sure that that stadium is settled. Yeah, but one thing you'd realize about the East Coast is your population is large compared to us down in the west or even central coming to the west yeah so when when they actually hit their home game it's going to be insane and by then they might have one or two wins under their belt or possibly not yeah. um, but yeah exactly but they have a bigger they definitely have a big population so to fill their stands after doing the central and west it yeah. just makes sense yeah july 1 will be the uh when they will crown the spring champion um, and that'll be 35 games total so uh, each team plays 35 games yeah in the CPL uh, total yeah so there'll be 35 sorry no 35 games total played in the first half in the first half games. oh and we'll break games. that down for them right yeah we'll we'll get into those a little we'll bit more right uh, we got a bit of how this league works because the split a lot of people aren't too familiar with it in Chile, they do a similar upper tour, Clausura, how they do in some places in South America, and they split the, the league in two. Uh, first half winner, second half, blah, blah. Um, and then October 19th will be when the second round, uh, the second half team will be set, and then they will push on into playing the final matches. And then a big rivalry dates coming up here for... Yeah, some big ones. El Clasico. The El Clasico. And if you haven't checked out any El Clasico from last year, check it out. It is on our site. We have it all. We have the content. Oh yeah, we have. Uh, we did a couple videos from game one and two of the Prospects game. So if you want to see kind of, you get a glimpse into what Clark Stadium was like, um, and then to what Spruce Meadows was like. You get a you get a glimpse because the stadiums yeah. are nowhere near finished or or no. prepared. It was just kind of like you know, let's go gauge the interest. Let's go do something. So, um, but. Saturday, March or May 18th at Spruce Meadows. I was like, how did we just for first time? You know? <laughs> and then uh, June 16th at Clark Stadium. So they'll play each other five times total. And then the other big derby. I'll leave this one for you. 9.05. This is going to be crazy. Jeez. Um, like, do you... Okay, I'm getting off topic here. But do you think it's... What's going to be the bigger rivalry? Do you think it's going to be 9.05? Or do you think it's going to be the El Clasico? I, I think right off the bat, and solely because there's already that bad blood, if you will, in Alberta between um, the Flames and the Oilers. And there's always been that rivalry, whereas, I mean, what rivalry do York and Hamilton really have? So I think right off the bat, population-wise, they're way bigger, but I think the, the rivalry and the back and forth will be a lot more between Calgary and Edmonton. But you never know, like, you could go... New York is lighting flares and setting cars on fire and having, you know, 
do it how the South Americans and the Europeans do it. But I just hope when we go down to the east, you know, when when you hit the concourse, you get food. I don't know why. But I hope they have patties. I hope they sell patties. I was making patties. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he just wants to go for the food. I just you know, I want patties. No, he just said that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, their first game would be obviously the inaugural at uh, Tim Hortons Field. Game two of their run will be May 25th on a Saturday. And uh, that will be in York, York University. York University. Uh, Canadian Championship Games, May 15th, 22nd. There's quite a bit there. The CONCACAF League Games as well. I mean, we keep going on for hours and hours and hours. But uh, the value of the importance of the games, because there's only three that qualify onto the CONCACAF League qualifiers. Valor, FC Everton, and Forge FC because they were the inaugural, supposedly because of the dates. When the teams were registered as official teams, they were the first ones, and when they put in, supposedly that's when like, they were ready to cut off, so that's why no other CPL teams could join at this point. That's what I'd heard, whether it's right or wrong. Correctly, put it in the comments if you know the true right answer. Yeah. And if you're Make in the league and you're watching this, put the answers down. Yeah, please well. help us out. <laughs> but, uh, oh yeah, thanks for the scarf again. Um, <laughs> Uh, Gold Cup and FIFA Women's World Cup is also massive this year. Um, why didn't we touch on the MLS? Because we don't care. Um, league format for the 2019. You got one more thing? Maybe not. No, you know what? I'm going to leave that for the next episode because I just keep going. I'm just not stopping. <laughs> just not stopping. Um, do we need to change that real quick or are we good? This is the, this is the right page. No, no. That? Oh, uh, no, we're okay. Okay. Oh, it's flashing. Okay, let's run through this quick. We're okay. All right, CPL League format. Okay, I suck at this. I cannot explain this to save my life, even though it's the easiest thing there is. It's like putting ketchup on a hot dog. I don't know how to do that. Ends so. up with it all over his fingers and bites himself all the time. <laughs> yeah, so we just do it for it now. <laughs> uh, spring competition, like we said, April 27th to July 1st. July 1st, the final match. Um, teams with most points at the end of the spring competition earn CPL berth into the final game, which is played uh, later on in the year. So that means top three teams from the spring side move automatically to the finals? No, 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 no. Just one. It's a one and one. That's it. So you have your champion, most points in the spring competition, and then you have your most points in the fall competition, and they meet at the end of the year in a final. And they play. <laughs> E.T. call home. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Ball competition, July 6th to October 19th. Um, teams with most points at the end of the season go, go on to play. Um, Maybe so, when we do our board, we can split up between spring and the fall. Yeah. Maybe we just do the spring right away. <laughs> uh, 14 home games, 14 away games total throughout the season. Um, but yeah, that's the format. A little bit tricky, but split down to two. Winner of each. Move on. That's simple. Yeah. I got it. No worry. <laughs> like putting ketchup on a hot dog. <laughs> uh, Canada and French Guiana men's play on March 23rd. Canada with a win and need a good result. We'll qualify for the Gold Cup. And then, uh, I mean, that's big. Big for, the, big for the men. So we need that to get to the Gold Cup to be able to do something to show that. We're back. Yeah, but seriously. We're there. Um, Canadian women's. Yeah. So How they, crazy is this? Yeah. So Garvey Cup uh, playing in the um, bronze medal or third place game uh, Wednesday. You may have this out before or after that game. So not too sure on the result of that. But 
Sinclair 179th goal, and this is kind of a prepare a preparation for the uh, Women's World Cup, the Women's World Cup later on this year. So again, keep your eyes open for that France Women's World Cup. And the nice thing about, and I don't, I don't want to keep backtracking here, but yes, as you said, you know, Canadian side, men's side, you're like we're back. Where the women's side has always been consistent. So I'm happy to see that, and I'm just I hope that they're going to keep pushing forward. Yeah, and we'd hope to see them, you know, come out positive. Uh, top three in the World Cup is always the hope and what we want to see. And it looks like we got some good pieces in place. Um, just need to tighten everything up and then make that push. You like balls? Because they just released this the is balls. Got some nice balls. Yeah. I, I actually kind of like it. Uh, some people are kind of not, not <laughs> because, to pull on Sorry, it. if you guys don't know what we're talking about, CPL just released their game balls. Um, CPL's got Nike balls, and uh, the ref gear, if I'm not mistaken, is also going to be Nike. Um, so the official partners um, of the CPL, Nike, doing some stuff. So just do it. Um, there will be um, the preseason tour in Dominican Republic. Ooh, if you guys haven't read that, heard about it, preseason Dominican. Do you, are you going to make it? I hope you make it. I'm definitely not going to make it. There's a chance that one of us could be going on that trip. I do. <laughs> 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 um, but, uh, yeah, no, just to kick off maybe a couple preseason games out there against each other. I don't know too, too much, or but they'll probably play some Dominican teams or who knows what else will come in. Um, but a good way to get off and kick the league off and say, look, this is our culture. This is what we're going to do. Are you guys all ready to go? Let's roll. Because this is us. It's about... Let's roll. So, uh, great start. Uh, great sign in Nike. Macron, Media Pro. What's left? Honestly, I don't think there's a lot. We're almost beating a dead horse if we continue. Yeah. The only thing that we can wait for now is season to kick off. So, uh, thanks once again for tuning in. We'll leave you on that note. And... Once again, my man, Terry, and I'm Simon. Thanks.